Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Titans of E-Commerce podcast, the podcast about selling stuff online. If you're looking to grow your business with direct response, digital marketing, social media marketing, paid ads, whatever you're looking to do to sell more of your product or service online, this is the podcast for you. Be sure to subscribe in iTunes or in Google Play. And if you could do me a huge favor, please leave me an honest review. I would really, really appreciate it. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Today's episode is going to be all about Facebook, specifically what happened back in January with the algorithm update, why it's important, what you can do about it, and what I'm finding is working really well for clients. So if you are on Facebook, you no doubt have heard, or if you're doing any marketing, you've, you've seen the result of this algorithm update. And what's happened is that they've really chopped off organic distribution completely. I think that it's safe to say that organic distribution is dead, with the, a few exceptions. There's definitely some content types um, and things that are working. So in today's episode, I'm going to tell you what I have found is working great for clients, what's helping them to stay relevant, to stay in front of their clients on Facebook. And um, so if, if you're doing Facebook marketing to sell a product or service, this is going to be a great episode for you. Be sure to listen all the way through. And if you're on Anchor, be sure to favorite the station. Uh, give me a shout out. Tell me what you think. If you have any questions, you can always call into my Anchor station. Send me an email or um just let me know how I can help. Happy to help. So let's get into today's episode. So I called this episode the zombie Facebook marketing world. And I did that because it really feels for a lot of businesses that I talk to that it's kind of like a post-apocalyptic world of kind of, you know, zombies came through and they decimated everything and now people are just trying to survive. And so if you don't have a strategy specifically for Facebook, I see countless businesses, not countless, but I see tons of businesses saying, geez, you know what, we were putting so much effort and energy into content creation, specifically within Facebook. Is it even worth it now? You know, should we we transition? Where should we go? They don't know where to go, what to do. feels like they are just wasting their time and energy. And I even see businesses that are doing a great job at creating content. It's really engaging. It is interesting. It's very on brand. It has good, um, you know, all of the the right boxes are being checked. But it's just not getting out there. And it just is cut off. And so there's a few things that we're going to talk about today. Specifically, what is a way to get around this problem? I don't. If you're looking for a free answer, you're probably not going to like it. Um, what are some alternative content types that you can produce that are still getting organic reach on Facebook? And then something that is so important that I've been saying forever that you need to absolutely do, which is own your media. So let's get into this a little bit deeper here and talk first about how to get your distribu- distribution back and how to reach your Facebook clients. Okay, so it seems like organic Facebook is dead. And for the most part, that's true. I'm seeing so many businesses talk about, you know, specifically, oh man, I'm so bummed. We're still putting all this time and energy and effort into creating content on Facebook. It's just not getting out there. And I feel your pain too. I mean, on most of my brand accounts, I'm seeing, you know, Facebook zero happening where it's reaching tiny, tiny percentages of that fan page uh, likes. And that's a bummer. So what can we do to fix that? I think, number one, you have to realize that there's been a major shift that happened here. And since this major shift has happened, 
you're going to have to include distribution costs in your cost per leads. So what I'm seeing is that uh, specifically brands that are paying for distribution of content on Facebook, and it's important that you're creating content that's inter- you know it's going to be engaging, interesting, helpful, useful, which are the same words. I'm sorry about that, but helpful, um, entertaining content that's really going to captivate your audience. So number one, you need to be making good content. And then number two, you have to pay for it to get out there. When I see uh, brands paying for content to be distributed, though, I'm seeing, too, that they're getting a bump in organic traffic as or distribution as well. So it seems to me like when you're doing, um, you know, paid, paid content pushes, that some organic distribution happens as well. And that's really good um, just from standpoint that you get kind of more for your money. Now, when you're doing distribution on your content, unless you're a super large page, you don't have to go crazy with ad spend. Um, but the more that you can do, the, the more, especially with content that's segmenting, you know, and, and engaging your your potential clients so that you can show them relevant offers, then you are going to want to scale that up. But um, there's kind of three different audiences that I'm using with the, the content that I'm pushing out. And the audiences that I'm using are look-like audiences to generate new awareness. So new people that are, I'm going to say in Facebook, show me the people that are going to be interested in this. Give me a look-like audience. Um, I'm doing pixeled audiences of engagement and of viewers. And then I'm also doing fan pages, um, pages, uh, sorry, fans of the page specifically. So those three audiences are what I'm using for getting the content out there. Now, um, what I'm seeing is that for pra- uh, for for businesses that are are doing these kind of best practices, creating good content, paying for it to get out there, your cost per leads are dramatically lower than brands that are just doing you know, direct response digital marketing um, and treating it kind of like a transactional platform. In fact, brands that are, I'm seeing, doing no content and are just pushing to webinars or just pushing to offers, they are just tanking as far as um, cost per leads. And so we're having to completely revise strategies and um, it just is not possible anymore, unfortunately. So that is kind of what I've seen happen and, and what is really being helpful for brands that want to continue to reach their their clients on Facebook because let's be honest Facebook still is a fantastic way to reach your potential customers especially if your your demographic is on Facebook if your clients are there you got to reach them and so stay in front of them on Facebook is still viable you just have to include that cost in that in in this new paradigm that we've entered into so that being the case there are still a few content types that are getting organic distribution. And we're going to talk about that and cover specifically that right now. I'm going to tell you one thing that it has been a game changer for a few of my brands. So let's get into that next. So there are still some content types that are getting good distribution on Facebook. Let's remember what Facebook said they want. They want to have interaction between people they want to have more genuine interaction, kind of less influence from businesses. So I still think that Facebook is, it definitely is a very heavily a news platform, but it's also very much an entertainment platform. So people aren't on here actively looking for 
you know, a solar company to put solar panels on the roof. They're not actively looking for a real estate agent. So, you know, that that being the case, if you want to try and interact with people effectively on Facebook, you have to be creating content that serves the purpose of why they're there. Or create an offer so good that they can't refuse it. So let's talk about what's working now that I see working now. Video still is a great medium to be creating content on Facebook. And even better than video is live video because you're still able to get, relative to the other content types, good distribution on that as, as far as you know, having the best shot at reaching your, your core audience there. But let's say that um, you're not necessarily interested in doing video or live video, which I think you absolutely need to be doing if you're on Facebook, you need to be doing those two things. But if, if you're not open to those things, another content type that I see working really well is groups. Now, I started a group the day that the Facebook algorithm got updated. I should have started it a long time ago because groups are amazing. I'm seeing a tremendous amount of organic growth of my groups, which is so cool. I'm excited about that. I'm seeing a very low cost per new member for ads that I'm running to my groups. But groups are different than pages, and that's one thing that people have asked me. They said, hey, you know, should I just create a group and then post my content to that group like my page? And it just kind of replaces my page? And the answer is definitely no. That's not what a group is for. So I want you to think about what does your group, um, you know, service? What is the purpose of your group um, if you're going to create one? And I think that most brands could really benefit from it. So let's talk about like a few examples of what I mean by that. Now, I'm sure that if you're listening to this and you're on Facebook, chances are you are a member of a group. So think about and start studying which groups are effective for you. Why are they effective and what kind of is the purpose? And typically the purpose of groups is to foster community around a specific topic. So you might have to get creative about this, but let's think of a few different options. So let's say going back to that solar company let's say you're a solar company and you service an area specifically um around you know uh, just a, let's say orange county california for example what you could do is create a list of of people that are engaging inside of that around something it doesn't necessarily have to be solar panels if you, c- you can control the the attention you can control the group so to speak so if you made like a buy sell or trade group if you made a uh, you know mom's group for orange county you could do different types of content that that creates this group of people in a specific area and if you make it relevant to the area that you're in that's a good way to do local marketing now if you have a topic or if you're a brand that is national or international what is a topic that you could create around specifically you know um kind of something that would position or create an audience segment that you'd be interested in marketing to. So I think if you have a group and you say, hey, this group is owned by this this company, you can every once in a while, you know, throw in a promotion in there. It's like Gary Vaynerchuk's, you know, jab, 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 right hook, which is give, 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 ask. And so um, the the group that I created is a marketing group, which is super easy for you to see what what we could talk about we could talk about digital marketing we could talk about you know all kinds of things and then i have a captive audience of people who i can then promote webinars to or you know offers to services to stuff like that um you know let's say you're a real estate agent and you want to get a group of people you could do off-market deals or you could do a for sale by owner group 
or you could do, you know, a credit repair group, or you could do, you know, all kinds of things. But it's important that you keep the content built around community. Let other group members get in there. And what I'm seeing is working really well with groups too, is that you have to really foster engagement and community inside of the group. But once you get it to a certain, like, specific uh, point, it kind of handles itself after that. So um, as you definitely need to moderate it, keep it going, and, and make sure that it's it's going in the right direction. But it takes a lot less work once you kind of put in the initial bit to get it going. So that's pretty cool. Um, and just some numbers-wise, you know, my page, organic distribution for one of my pages, I was getting seriously like 100 to 200 people reached per post, and I have thousands and thousands of, of Facebook followers on it. So it was just reaching a tiny, tiny percentage of people, and the engagement was low, and it just was not functioning well compared to how it used to. But then inside of my group in the first month, I had something like 1,200 comments and you know thousands of, of reactions and something like 750 new group members. So the difference was amazing. It's definitely a great way to get engagement and I think it's exactly what Facebook is trying to do. I think groups are now a very important piece to the kind of the Facebook success recipe because that's people are using groups like crazy and so that being the case I think it would benefit you to figure out how can I create a group that will serve the people that I'm trying to reach what kind of topics can I create a group around that's going to interest these people and and how can I use this in my business so so far, we've talked about what to do for paid, what kind of content types, and again, that's going to be video, live video, and obviously, if you can get a show page too, I didn't mention this, but if you can get a show page, that's a game changer too. That's one thing that I see is getting tons of distribution on Facebook, but it's not open to the public right now, so we can't really talk about that. And then groups, as we mentioned. So those were two of the three things that we're going to talk about today. Let's talk next about What I think is important that you do and a very important lesson marketing-wise to learn from all of this craziness that's been going on on Facebook. Let's get into that now. All right, so what does this mean for everybody? What can we learn from this specific change? Now, this has happened lots of times. This isn't the first time that somebody's moved the cheese in digital marketing. So what, what do we always forget and what do we always fail to do i think you know digital marketing has gone through many cycles um of kind of there's early adoption to platforms then becomes more mainstream and you know organic really works well up to a point until it reaches maturity and then we see expenses kind of creep in so you know wherever the users go the advertisers follow and it gets to a point where it becomes expensive they change the rules so that it tries to stay how it was and um, ultimately businesses have to pay to play that's just how it goes so um, what can we learn from this I think number one it's extremely important that you are owning your own media whenever possible email is still a viable way to sell your products and services it's still a great way to communicate with clients so that's important build your email list build your email list okay when you have email lists you can do retargeting you can do all kinds of cool things and um so 
email is very important that you own that list specifically. Number two, I think it's very important that you diversify. So if all of your eggs are in the Facebook basket and then they decide, you know what, we're going to ban your ad account or we're going to remove your page or something, right? That that would be terrible for your business, especially if you put only your effort into Facebook. So make sure that you're on multiple platforms and that you're creating content and building your following. And not only that, once you have a good following, make sure that you're cross-pollinating. So you're saying, hey, Facebook, are you following us on Instagram? You want to make sure and follow us on Instagram. Here's why. Give them some specific benefit. Specifically between Facebook and Instagram, it's important that you're, you're using both of these platforms because you get to get all of the benefit from interaction and people interacting with your page and create custom audiences and then drive those people on Instagram to like your page and your brand. So I think that those two are hand in hand in a no-brainer. But, you know, adding Snapchat, adding LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a really good platform right now. Um, I'm seeing a lot of really solid organic growth, organic distribution. And I think there's always a business-to-business angle that you could do. So, you know, if you are a service business, you could connect with other service professionals and build referral networks. Um, If you have a specific product, find people to buy your product online. If you're a product that is more consumer-based, find people to sell your product through LinkedIn. So there's always a way to reach out and connect with people specifically on LinkedIn. And I think that that's a great platform. I also like their ads, although their ad platform is super clunky. Um, I actually hate their ad platform, but their ad types are pretty cool. I think they're heading in the right direction. So sponsored content posts, sponsored in-mail, and sponsored ads just like banner ads so that being said um diversify that's important to diversify and also own your media so drive people to an email list um that's very very important because in case they ever move it you know change the rules on you you're hopefully covered so that's going to wrap it up for today um let's go over everything that we talked about specifically So today we talked about that organic distribution is dead. It's important to be paying for content to be distributed so that you give Facebook algorithms some context for your ads. Specifically, you create um, higher relevant scores typically with offers that are going to resonate better with your potential clients. So you're going to have to incorporate ad spend for distribution of content in there. I think that's been a long time coming if you're surprised by that. That's just, I'm sorry, too bad. You're going to have to go to another platform that's going to take more work if you don't have it in the budget. So um, that's one thing. What kind of content is still working is what we talked about also. And obviously there are groups, videos, live videos. I also forgot to mention chatbots. If you go back to a a former episode, though, I did talk in depth about chatbots, why they are so amazing. And those are going to continue to be huge players in Facebook Specifically, there's so many cool ideas. Um, I've been implementing some cool chatbots. I'm going to have to do episodes on chatbots in the future here. Because um, I love love me some chatbots. And then we talked about what have we learned from this whole thing. What do we fail to learn from these things over and over again. Whenever somebody moves the cheese, right? And own your media and diversify your platforms. So that when some changes come along, it doesn't destroy your business. 
So that's going to do it for today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe in iTunes or Google Play or favorite on Anchor. And if you could do me a massive favor, be sure to leave me an honest review in iTunes or Google Play. I would really appreciate it. And um, I just wanted to say, if you have any questions, comments, need help with anything, don't hesitate to reach out. You can send me an email. It's brandon at maverickdigitalmarketing.com. That's brandon at maverickdigitalmarketing.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Titans of E-Commerce podcast. I will see you on the next episode. Have a fantastic day.